All right. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Oh. This is the uh, show it's starting. Yeah, we're getting into it. Let's go. Wow. Welcome back to the Sense and Sensibility podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the unnecessary products we come across every day as moderators on Steam Hunt, a Steam blockchain-based product hunting site. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. Let's get started. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Baby. <laughs> Yeah, energies. Let's go with it. I know it was a. It was just like a weird one. It's a weird one, just but jump, it's we're here. We're here. Just jump in. I think. I think the case is just jump in. Just get going. Like yeah. this whole perfectionist thing. This whole like sitting down, getting ready. Are you ready? Let's get into a podcast. Oh yes, we're now talking in our podcasting voices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that supposed like, to be me? No, I didn't say that at all. But if you're <laughs> reacting to that, then go with it. I guess. Uh, just want to um, clarify. <laughs> So welcome back, everybody. We are in episode two of Product Sense. This is a show about the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's episode of- three. Sorry, but it is. This is the third one. Welcome to the third one. <laughs> Don't be mad. It's the third one. I'm sorry. Hello? Positive, Positively negative. Oh, that's not the show. We're in a different one. Okay. Product Sense <laughs> episode three is a show about the good and the bad and the ugly of steamhunt.com, which is a website built on top of the Steam blockchain. And it's for people to submit their products and they get incentivized for doing so. And there's a little bid bot we call Bob. And he runs around uh, every 24 hours, uh, South Korean time, 12 o'clock, 4 p.m. GMT. Uh, and if you're in, if you're a lucky person and you get lots of comments and lots of upvotes and people think your stuff is cool, your product is cool, then it gets upvoted and, uh, you get a little incentive for doing so. Whereas if you did that on product hunt, which has been around now for about four or five years, you get nothing. You get, you get zilch. Zip, you get nada. Nada. You get, none, you get nada. You get nothing. So, I mean, if you've ever been like, oh, blockchain, what's blockchain? Oh, what's Bitcoin? Oh, my friend is really skint and is now selling his BMW because he's spent all of his money on it. Um, this is a really good way of you to not do that and to get into blockchain in a different way. And that is to earn Steam. And the Steam blockchain has been going around now for about 24 months. So it's not some ICO that's not going to be finished for five years. It's actually up, working, battle tested. And... Uh, yeah, you can get into blockchain uh, without any risk. I mean, if you like products, and who doesn't? Uh, technology, ideally, you can have a look at our guidelines. We have some guidelines. Uh, you can be on it. So, yeah. Great. How's your week been on Steam Hunt this week? My week's been great. I think I've, I think there's been a lot of um, – I mean, I'm a little bit partial because I like certain types of hunts, but I think the I've seen the quality go up uh, a lot. I, I think we're in like a little bit of a season of – concept um concepts but a lot of those concepts are really really cool ideas and um and i I like seeing that stuff i i remember when i was a kid my parents took us we did like the disneyland vacation that like you know american families do we probably did it twice Mm. in my life but i remember so vividly as a really small kid like maybe six or seven being in epcot and seeing like the world of tomorrow wow and then you'd go in and like you'd see all the concept cars and I was like obsessed. Like if you asked little Dale what I wanted to be when I grew up, I wanted to be an inventor. So this is making me feel like excited about the products because we're seeing a lot of concepts, a lot of inventions about things that's because that could you're myst- that's because you're mystical though, right? It's because you're mystical though. I'm you're like you're very much that possibilities. Like I'm uh, like I I I feel like depressed when i feel like so you're a possibilitarian <laughs> yeah i'm a pisces pas pisces pisces pacalians yes that's it uh, yeah but <gasps> you're in the next film from marvel is that what you're saying oh my god uh, we weren't supposed to tell anybody oh no oh, my nda is screwed that's, that's it that's it now it's out marvel's gonna come after me that's right but yeah, I felt like it was a good week on on Steam Hunt. I mean, you know, you'll have like the little frustrations here and there, but how did you feel about it? Yeah, I like concepts. Don't get me wrong. I like seeing all that kind of future-facing stuff, but I kind of feel, I don't know, maybe I've just got older and I'm more grounded. I kind of like I, enough already. You know, I, I was reading these in books like Jetsons when I was a kid. You know, yeah. I want the I want the hoverboard. I want the hover car. I, you know, like now, the time's now. Meet Phil like Campbell. 
the future's now. Like, I, I want it today. I want it today. I don't want to wait now and be like, oh, the concept in 2021 from BMW is everything we could get our concept designer to rustle up on a Friday oh, while babe. he had a couple of vodka shots. Like, I get it. I get it. The technology's there, everything, but you haven't built it. You haven't got the sign off and you're waiting for at least 20 of your board to die. Well, we gotta, because you, non- thing is, though, nobody's going to sign off on it. You yet. have to push the edges though, because if you think of something like wildly out of control, crazy as a concept, if 10% of that makes it to something yeah, that pe- ends up in our everyday life, then it's important to push the boundaries of that stuff, I think. Yeah, but people but people are pushing the boundaries in the wrong ways. A lot pushing of these customers- drones. <laughs> Yeah, well, there is that. Don't get me started on drones. I was having a good. Mo- I was having. A- you asked me my good moments this week. Let's not get onto oh, drones. So the concept things are good. Yes, they have to push at the boundaries of it, but it tends to be like we did this. Well, we've done that. We've done this. We've done that. Like that's great, and I understand you're like pushing for brand dominance that your electric vehicle is going to be better than others. You know, t- take somebody like Elon. Elon. Elon's like, we're making a car. Here's the open source plans for it, so you, you can catch up. Because from Elon's headspace, he's like to va- to verify and validate this this what is seen as a niche really to have an electric car. It's a big change to get people to like finally get into electric cars. And mm. I believe I read some data the other day. We're on the road from oh on the road from four million to five million electric cars on the road globally. That's huge from yeah. where we were like three or four years ago. So yeah. it's 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 validated now, and now everybody's scrambling to get there. So what's your beef with concepts just that they don't happen or they don't happen the way you expect them to, or like, I feel like that's Um, kind of part of the headspace you have to be in with concepts. It's very, it's very close to fashion to me. Yes. I was just thinking that like high end runway fashion, ain't nobody going to wear that. Right. It's very close to fashion to me. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's cool. It's sassy. You know, the illusion, you know, painting a idea of what future is to you, um, looks very different at 2 a.m. when you've got to have it done for 9 a.m. meeting. Right? You. And a lot of those concepts do not look practical. They're cool, but are they practical? No, that steering wheel is god-awful. The VW Beetle, the new one, is a gorgeous. I like it. Hang on, hang on. It's a gorgeous-looking thing, but inside it's plasticky. It's white. Yeah. It's not. It, this illusion that future is going to be designed and we're going to have to fit in around it. I am not going to wear something that makes me look like every fucker else. I'm not. It's not happening. Your no, idea of future is this is this concept 3D model that's out of date by 20 years and like sitting on a park bench. Well, you that's know, the thing. And like, like, I think the things that look good, uh, quote unquote, on paper and the new on paper is in the 3D render on your computer screen. Like that concept of the interior of that, Volkswagen is a perfect example of something that looks awesome in photos and in mock-ups and in presentations. And then when you sit in it, you're like, where's the rest of the car? <laughs> but, but the thing is, it's way bigger than that, right? Because we like that stuff. Because We had a program on television here called Tomorrow's World. I don't know if you had the same thing. It was called Tomorrow's World over there. But we had the thing called Tomorrow's World, which I loved. It was a program I was like, oh, yeah, tell me about tomorrow because today sucks. I'm at school. I hate it. <laughs> Like, tell me about tomorrow as well. Tell me about these, like, anti-grav systems that we're going to, like, float up onto, you know, platforms and live above the sea and all that. That, that to me, is like, that that kind of future thinking makes me think that you can achieve anything in the world. Right. right? Okay. The, the stuff that we've got, the stuff that we've got now, the stuff that we've got at the minute is woven together with PR and spin and marketing and social media. And it's actually it's actually almost like the guy behind the curtain on the wizard of Oz. It's like, you know, we're building an e-bike and it's going to look like this. And it's yeah. like, Oh yeah, it looks the part. But that's because but you've seen the- behind the curtain as you've, as you've gotten older, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but, but no, it's not just an age thing. It's not just an age thing. I've used a lot of the stuff that they said was the future was actually, eh, we didn't quite get there because the technology wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I've got a big beef about the fact that we're, what we're really paying for as consumers is R and D. We're paying for research and development of somebody's brain fart on Friday, right? The battery technology might not be caught up yet. Like take electric bikes, right? When they first come out, I bought one. I was like, yes, this is going to be awesome. Spoke to the guy in the shop. He says, the frame is brilliant. The rest of it, bullshit, right? So he had to get all parts from America and all parts from England. And because he was a bike person who ran a bike shop for like 30 or 40 years and repaired bikes, 
he knew which parts to replace. So he ended up like making a better bike uh, because he had the skill to make a bike. Whereas a lot of these companies are just like, oh, well, we've heard of this great electric battery right. technology and Tesla's got a controller and there's open source documents and just throw it together and render something and make it look Mercedes, you know, like, or Ferrari or, or- whatever. Uh, none of these things are tested. None of these things are road, you know, like the. Yeah, but isn't that so, the R and D that you're complaining about paying for? Like, no, what- but we're paying for the R and D. We're paying for the R and D of something that's not quite the future yet. That's what right. I'm getting at. Right. We're paying for now, but we're pretending it's our future. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I can't deal okay. with. All right, that's what I can't deal with. It's like when I see those mock-ups, I'm like, yeah, but it's not been road tested. And okay, somebody's got to do that. And some of the early adopters of the electric cars of today are doing that. I'll give you a perfect example, right? The Nissan Leaf. I was just the Nissan okay. Leaf came out. Right. Nissan Leaf came out. Everybody loves the Nissan Leaf. Uh, apart from the look of it, it looks like dog shit, but that's okay, right? They bought out a second generation one with a 40 kilowatt motor on it, which overheats. This thing this is an electric car, and you're supposed to be able to, like, you're supposed to get more range out of it and a bigger battery pack. And you would have thought they would have learned something from the first one. Right. And right? you're also Nissan. Like, you have, you're not some startup guy from a garage. You're Nissan. Like, get it together. Yeah, Nissan. but, yeah, but most, of, most of the time, they're, yeah, but most of the time they're hiring people. That's my point. Right, most right. of the time they're hiring people because nobody in Nissan, like, is, is fucking with that shit. Nobody invented it. Like, they might have, like, invented some parts or, some software to work with the, the the systems they've got, but everybody's hacking somebody else's stuff right now. Like everybody's throwing this stuff together because they want it. That's what the, our future was told. Uh, so for me, I, I'm always like, yeah, I want that concept, but to go from today and the look of it, we are we are so programmed by stories and the short attention spans that we have that a punchy two minute Mercedes video with blue neon lights and silent running and a great U2 soundtrack. Uh, we're like, oh, oh, yeah, you know, like what you're really doing is you're buying into a lifestyle of what you wish your life was like in the future. I'll concede to some of that. Like, yes, I agree on the adult level. I want possibly. to be seen in my electric car when it becomes cool, but, but that's I, the problem you have as well. I have, I have enthusiasm for things that I'd never buy in a million years because I, it's almost like, like when you bring it back to fashion, there are people who just appreciate that on a, a like almost like a hobbyist level. Like the, I would never buy, you know, some of the things that I upvote on steam hunt, but the fact that it's out there, the fact that it's pushing the next iteration of something, the fact that there might be a little kid. Who pays for that? Who pays for it? Well, that's also the problem. Yes, I agree. But what I'm saying in terms of my enthusiasm is not because I want to see myself in, and I, I can just picture myself taking Instagram pictures of this and posting it Some and being do. famous. Some people do. You I can't agree. say they don't. Some no, I agree. Do. But I'm talking from my personal experience, the next little kid, Elon Musk, needs something to be like, fired up about and excited about and i think the pushing those boundaries is um yeah but is important you just hit the nail on the head you just hit the nail on the head when i was a kid and saw the jetsons and saw that it was like i didn't care if it was sustainable i didn't care if you'd gone through 20 iterations to get it i want well, it yeah i want that life i want that future future looks better than today uh and it makes me want to wake up for tomorrow right, right. that future that future world that i want to head towards it looks organized it looks uh, clean, it looks efficient, but you know what? We have to make those things that way. I agree. We, none of these companies are going to deliver that for us. I agree. Well, also, if you think about the Jetsons, like remember where they lived? They lived in those above the cloud houses. So my my personal hypothesis is that the earth by then is just screwed and they're like, all right, let's just keep building above the smog. Do you remember how the houses were like above in the clouds? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Maybe I also remember. I also, I also, I also remember those spaceships had a sound to them. I'm telling you now. If I live in the future, I want my thing to sound of nothing. I don't want to. I want to travel around with tubes. Remember that? Remember how George Jetson used to get to work? That's safe, isn't it? Imagine you gain like a couple pounds over Thanksgiving, and it's like, oh, I'm stuck in the tube. <laughs> Not just pour some a, canola oil down here. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, that's exactly my point. That's exactly my point. You couldn't. You couldn't have said it better. Me stuck in the tube again. We are the R and D for the tubes. Like everything. It's is, true. Is, I think in the tubes. I think baby. it's important to have a three 
360 view about concepts. Yes, get excited, but yes, understand that like things have to be mined out of the earth in order to make the materials for this stuff. Like I get it. I get it. But it's, but it's the it's it's also the trigger points as well, right? The reason why people hunt concept stuff or things that are expensive is it has an air of exclusivity mm. about it, right? Mm. So, and there's something very much in our human DNA which like just runs towards it. Like everybody, you could park a Ferrari up, and everybody would have a a different opinion of why that car was quality. It might be from the Ferrari red, you know, it signifies like richness, uh, legacy, history, uh, machinery. Like everybody would have probably, a di- there'd be a lot of people who had the same opinion, but be a lot of different opinions as to why that brand, that company stands out so much. Same as McDonald's in some ways, you know, like everybody has an opinion opinion of it. They have an opinion of themselves with a big sign up that says billions and billions served, which Scares the shit out of me every They're time not I go the past. Billions that. yet, are they? Yeah, oh. billions, billions <laughs> served. It says on the side of it. it's like some kind of like double tap zombie movie. Burger coin, um, right? No, I I love concepts. Don't get me wrong. I do. I I I love the idea of whether, to, especially when I can add it all up. Well, when it's like, like an eco yes, that exists. It feels like okay, maybe if like the more that this stuff becomes commonplace, the more that these ideas become commonplace then at least we're having a conversation. Like we're kind of still at the place where not everybody is even on board that there is a problem with the environment. So I think the more that more that, that the ecological type, uh, this solves this problem, this solves this problem. It kind of brings it down to like a very cause and effect um, day-to-day thing for people instead of being like, yeah, well, you know, down the road, we're going to have an issue. Nobody cares about that. So I think I think the the concepts are kind of like the physical manifestation of the argument of like, hey, we have a problem and here's the solution. It's almost like it's like building the hat the hammer before you have to build the house. So the more hammers but, you have around, then you're like, okay, I'm getting to but the don't idea you, of this. But don't you think that nowadays, more than any time in history, and I mean this like any time in history, can you remember any other time where your identity was so closely linked to your products? Right. Right. Sure. So what? So what I mean? So what I mean by that is that we live in a ever fast day to day digital world, social world. You know, media heavy world, media rich. Information is super super fast. We get updates all the time. Right. It's like your and stuff it's is your obvious content. that. Pe- yeah. Right. There's people who are, who are into Google Home over Alexa. Even. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm team Android. I'm team iPhone. I'm th- right. You know, whatever. Right. right. And I wouldn't say any of those people are necessarily interested in the concepts of any of those companies because pretty much everything they build is out soon anyway. Like right. there's, they, they keep the story going, new update, new update, new this, do this, da, da, da. they keep the story going through all the other channels that they pump money into. Mm-hmm. And then boom, it's like his well, Pixel version that's 3. That's kind of like an interesting point because of different industries. Like the technology industry is so, there's there's like so much espionage and it's so, it's such a game of like millimeters in terms of innovation of these companies trying to edge each other out where they're not going to post, mm. they're never going to post like, oh, this is the phone we're thinking about in five years. Like no shot. You know, Apple's never going to post anything like that. If something gets linked or somebody leaves a concept phone in an Uber, it's like, world headline news for weeks but then you have an industry like the automotive industry where bmw's like oh hey check out this car we're just screwing around with it like we're just trying to make it cool so you know you definitely have like different forms of concepts in different industries as well just because i think a lot i think a lot of the time the car makers especially with the amount of money that they've made with the the whole setup of the way that their industry works i think not having a concept car at an event is like not having a social media account. Mm. Right? Yeah, they have to compete so with themselves it, it, more than each other, you know? Absolutely, 100%. Right. Well, uh, because, because a brand in an automotive thing, like you go back to the old Ford days and, you know, like the I think it was the T- Model T or T Ford or whatever the hell it was, one of the first ones. Um, you'll see this lineage of design 
and you know forward thinking mm-hmm. you would you could say in some some ways a lot of those were f- trying to future i mean they, they went from carts with horses for god's sake to I'm cars with you. a pap pap horn you know and you're like what the fuck is that thing that was i mean if i was on a horse i'd be like damn <laughs> that guy that guy's styling he's living in the future right there he's got like no horses and he's got horses like what's that about um so i think it's interesting because i think we've moved into that arena where even if you don't have a product, everything can be concept. As long as you've got a good story and you can sell it and you can pitch it and you can manipulate it, visualize it and augment it and mm. create a reality, augmented reality version of what you might feel like in it, that's enough. Mm. That's enough. Right. People are just like, yeah, I buy that because, you know, I've watched sci-fi for the last 25 years. I buy that. But then it doesn't turn up. Where's my fucking hover bike? Well, Where's yeah, or the or like <laughs> or the, the not seen it. that your bad pick that one week where it was like the battery only lasts fifteen minutes. It takes three hours, oh, six hours to can charge. You imagine, like, can no, imagine? this is not the future they promised me. <laughs> you see, if you want a future concept of what my daughter's face is going to look like after fifteen <laughs> minutes, I can totally draw that for you. Not a problem. <laughs> Well, okay, so <laughs> the, the regret. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably it. get into um we should probably get into just really quick, probably just want to yeah. mention we had some sure. uh, UI changes on the site this week. So um there is now a little shuffle button. It's like a little you'll see it looks almost like a recycling uh logo, has two arrows, and you can just kind of like shuffle that. That's kind of fun, like you can almost play hunt roulette if you just want to mix up what you what you're seeing and you're looking for things to um, upvote instead of just scrolling for eternity you have a little shuffle button and then we have that new little um recent section so there's a lot of people have different opinions about that but the intent behind it and i'm sure it's going to be iterated more is um just to give more exposure to some of the hunts that get posted later in the day because we want to make it fair for everybody and um you know because if people are in all different time zones not everybody is awake to post exactly at refresh time so that that's really all I know. We're we're just mods. We don't get like the official word, but mm. I think that is the yeah. that is the intent behind that. So just be patient. If you see a UI or change or anything different, like just it's okay. It's all right. Just chill out. Like there's going to be changes and iterations. There are going to be little tweaks. Changes. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm a little annoyed. I'm a little annoyed by that button because it's a couple of pixels out and it triggers I know, I know, it's it not centered, my OCD. Right? My OCD is like, oh, come on, move the pixels, man, move the I pixels. I had my face two inches from the screen this morning because I thought it was I thought it was me. I thought my eye was playing tricks on me. Uh, it's a cool little thing. Uh, one thing I will say about the team, especially Tabarus, um, if you want about if you want concepts, those guys are already like a couple of steps ahead with things that they're going to roll out and. I know there's some big stuff coming down the pipe for the platform. That's for sure. Um, and that's that's going to be interesting because I think some of it will really concrete the thinking for the other verticals. And by verticals, I mean the other applications that Steam Hunt wants to to build out, like take what they've got here and then do it for a different market. So for like eco or ideas or crowdfunding, there's going to be mm. a whole ecosystem that runs around the Hunt tokens. I really don't think people – I think there's a lot of people who understand it. And I'm not surprised – at the amount of people that haven't come in yet because they're too busy with their own communities, their own ideas, their own you know projects. Uh, but I am surprised that people haven't looked at that blog post on the Steam Hunt uh, blog and realized how rich and big that, that right. ecosystem is going to be. Right. Because it's definitely, definitely going to be an area where product companies move into because they're going to get fed up with the youtube influencers the youtube influencers are going to get old they're going to get annoyed that they can't swear say things smash that yada, subscribe yada, yada. button fam oh my god <laughs> exactly all of that so i think companies are going to be looking for a solution like that and it's not going to be ethereum and it's not going to be bitcoin so it's going to be some kind of like steam or byteball or something blockchains with fast transaction speeds that have been battle tested for over two years with a healthy user base and constant activity. That sounds like the advert for that future concept video. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know of a Steam blockchain that operates at three seconds worldwide? (laughs) With no transaction fees? Oh my gosh, I need to make like a black and white 
advert something. We have too many projects. Forget I said that. Yeah, um, no, no, forget it. Forget it. All right, yeah. Let's talk about mod beefs because I'm angry. <laughs> oh, go for it. Yeah. I'm not angry, but I'm annoyed. We have three mod beefs. Go for it. I got three beefs for you today. And even if you're vegan, you're going to have this beef. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. Can we not, can we just not go through an entire catalog from one, one brand? Can we not do that though? Can we just not? Yeah. Can we not just see like, okay, Sony A4621 got approved. Okay. Tomorrow, Sony A4623, A4624, A4625. Like, Hunt things that you think are cool, please. Just hunt things that you think are cool, not like technical, slightly different iterations or something with a different paint job or like it's becoming very clear that there are certain, I don't know why certain people pick certain brands over another, but they'll just like get approved on one and then we'll just go through the entire product list. And like, that's fine. We'll run out of products eventually, but it just doesn't make for interesting hunts for people to want to upvote. Also, people say, I don't know why my hunt's not doing very well. You know, my numbers are going down, but I'm putting hunts up and they're getting verified. Um, yeah, that's that's great that you're doing part of the solution. But the person, if I voted on your Sony headphones yesterday, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to vote them today because I've got a pair of headphones, fam. Yeah. Good. I don't need that many headphones right. on my body. But also, people have got to realize that Steam Hunt is not a link farm. We're not trying to build a farm full of links. We're not trying to build a website with database. 8 million, a database of links on there just to have every link because I'm pretty sure that those headphones from Sony have been reviewed on 100,000 websites since they came out like four years ago, whichever it was. Um, so yeah, that drives me crazy, but like, I can't do anything about it because we don't necessarily, have, we used to have rules where we could make a decision if it was old or new or whatever, and people got pissy about it. So yeah. we relaxed the rules and made it a little bit easier. I think it's the difference between, um, using a product, owning a product, um, loving a product. Um, some product, some products that you buy in life, they, they intrinsically become part of your character. Like they intrinsically right. people know you remember you for, wearing a certain kind of headphones. Like if you wear Beats headphones, I'll probably never talk to you. But if you're wearing audio tech but if you if you're wearing if you're wearing audio technicas, uh then maybe I'll be talking to you. You were about to say, yeah, but you bought your daughter some, right? <laughs> I'd say a I bought my thing. I bought my daughter some. I bought my daughter some because how do you break it to not one child but a whole squad of them? that their headphones are shit. You're getting what, Audio you're Technica's say, kids. <laughs> I ain't buying my 11-year-old Audio Technica. She has no idea about quality yet. And that's the point that's about the, the concept stuff. Yeah. We don't know. We're not educated. We're paying for the R&D. That's where we're at. Well, all right, next beef. All right, Go for it. next beef. Also, just delete. This is not a beef. This is a part section A, point B, two, one, four of, of beef one. Just delete Swagatron from your history. I don't want to see any more Swagatron links. I'm done. Oh, um, I hate to hate the idea of meeting that guy at a bar and he gives me his card with Swagatron. Like John, he's John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Like he's a thousand percent that guy. Anyway. But you know the card's going to be cut out like Swagatron. It's going to have like bits missing where the letters are. It's going to be $32 each and it's going to be like die cut uh, yeah. <laughs> steel. Doesn't fit in the wallet. Got a holographic <laughs> version of him inside. Yeah. All right, beef number two. Do not ask questions that you know we don't know the answer to. This kind of goes into what we mentioned earlier with the interface. Like, maybe it's not clear what mods do. Mods are there to look at your post and say, did it meet these criteria? Did you not plagiarize? Is the link okay? Did, um, does this fit under the products we're looking for? That's all we do. When people come into Discord and they're like asking about, uh, you know, why is that? Why does the UI look different today? Or what? What's? What are we? Why do we have that button for? There's nobody who can help you because the people who are there are community members and moderators. Moderators just deal with what posts that are being posted every day. We really, I, it might seem like there's an exclusive club. We really don't know the answer to like a lot of, a lot of like you know, dev questions. If you have a, a dev issue, I think is a is the GitHub still open to like put um yeah. suggestions. The GitHub there, there's the yeah. announce channel. Yeah. Yeah. But like we Yeah, we just I, don't I've know. actually got I've got a, I've actually got a solution for that. Um, um I was gonna talk about it 
I'm going to put it on my blog post, but I've been thinking about it in terms of doing a kind of weekly Q&A FAQ live stream. Yeah. So maybe fire something up on DLive and just literally take people's questions live from Discord and just approach a few of them and try and get them answers. And if we don't get them answers for that for in time, like you're saying, like mm. we don't know, then we'll try and get the information as a big document. You gotta remember the more times we take Tabrus and Project Seven off what they're trying to realize here, right. the the longer it takes to do. Right. Right. So if we can format that in such a way where it's like there's ten questions and people want feedback on that, we can feed it back to you from either the podcast or from a live right. thing that we do each week. So but, uh, it is being thought about. Yeah, but just as mods know that like there's we don't have any insane secrets yeah, that you don't know about. When things get dropped, yeah. we, we check the announcement channel. Just we literally like get it at the same time as you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. um and the last oh well that's actually the same thing. Just be mindful if you have a question. And it doesn't have to do with something that's hyper specific to you or your post. Just check FAQ first in Discord. And if you're not in Discord, just come hang out with us because it's fun. And I think you'll like it there. And we got some cool folks hanging out in there on a daily basis. But we have an FAQ channel. And for for there are questions that are asked all the time. And there's a good chance that your question is not um is not the first time somebody's somebody's asked it. So just check FAQ quick, just real quick. It's not even that long, but there's a couple things in there. And the people who write in FAQ um, have done a really good job of like summarizing certain frequently asked questions because that's why it's said FAQ because they frequent. And uh, just check that first before you ask because mm. we get you a can lot search of questions. As well, can't you? you can like search on the keyword and just see if you see anything in the whole yeah, Discord. Yeah. Like. yeah, exactly. So that's it. The beefs weren't that bad this week. I don't think they were like... No, don't do that thing where you just tag the name and not put any message either. That drives me back to to the point that I just block people in the end and then just like reveal the block at some point. Yeah. Because then if I block you, I don't get a notification because don't just put my name with no, with a space after it. Like, I'm that's like getting, it's not like that. Right. That's like the equivalent of you. If you were at a bar with a bunch of different people, someone just like tugging on your shirt, just in the middle of what you're doing. Like, it takes you away, if especially if you're modding. It takes you away from modding. You get a notification. It's like alarm bells go off for us old folks. Like it wrecks my concentration anyway. So just like, just chill. You don't need to. Mm. You need to do the whole tag situation. Do we? Uh, we we were supposed to have two other mods on this week. What's the situation with that? Are they going to record anything? Or did you not yes. get through to them? No, I have I have confirmations from two um, two different individuals. Do we want to announce them? All if right. they'd want to do it, they're ready to go. And I sent them like a just a template to fill out of what you know what we need from them. And they're gonna come back with um some recordings for us. But I don't have any. All right. I thought we were gonna have them in the show so we can use them as some click on the sample and listen back to it. We mute ourselves and Yeah. So they've not We just so don't have, have the recordings any- yet. No, we just don't have the recordings. Oh, we're gonna put them in afterwards, are we? How's that gonna work? No, we can just we don't. I'm saying we. I'm saying we don't have the recordings. We can do it next week if you want to do it like live. Oh, I see. You know okay, what I'm saying okay. I just don't have any. Yeah. This, this week. Yeah, because the the problem with the live thing I realized is that they would have had to sit inside of this right. channel up to now muted for 33 minutes, which is like <laughs> who's going to do that? Exactly. It's super annoying. So, so I think we will have as well record. to slow release. Yeah. Yeah. Do those for the okay. next week, but they're going to be they're going to be good. I got confirmations that they're both down to to do the recordings. And that was Chrono, right? Chrono Crypto and Urban Gladiator, yeah. right? Yeah. So we will hopefully get them on at some point as a either a little sample or get them in full time as a not full time, but you know what I mean, like in it live, real time, yeah, uh, real time as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the sample idea is going to work. We just uh, I just need the files to send to you so you can Fair pop those in DJ cool. style. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so then, well, then that actually just brings us to our good and the bad and the strange of the week. Yeah, I don't have I don't have a strange this week. So I have a strange like, one. Okay, that's okay. Uh, well, let me start okay. with mine. I'll get it out of the way. Wow. Right. Yeah. Cool. For real. My strange one. <laughs> I had this one like sitting waiting. It's called Ginger, and I I don't know if you saw this maybe in your travels through the week, but. It's this little, like, it looks like an egg. It's a little plastic device. It looks like an egg that's got these two prongs in it, almost like an electric plug. If you live in the States, it looks like the U.S. one. Um, Bringing it up. It got a little button on it, and it has a wire coming out of it. And basically, you stick these two prongs into a vegetable, 
and it reads the electromagnetic field of that vegetable, which every fruit and vegetable has a different signature, almost like a fingerprint of their electromagnetic field. And it essentially turns that vegetable into an instrument. And that's, it's so weird. You just have to see it. It's called Ginger. Um, I believe it got passed on Steam Hunt. So if you want to look look for it, it's there. But you actually have somebody, it almost kind of gives off, um, sounds like a, um, what's that? What What's that? Um, what's that instrument that was like the... The Star Trek the thing. Theremin. theremin. Yeah, 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 exactly. The, the Star Trek. It sounds like that, but it's actually, yeah. But you can play like a carrot, some celery, maybe a leek or a squash. And people are literally like holding these vegetables and playing them like like guitars because of this thing that's picking up a signal from the electromagnetic wave of the vegetables. <laughs> mm, sounds like climate change. <laughs> I mean... If it maybe maybe that means that you have unlimited instruments that don't have to be mass produced and you can just get them from your garden and then eat them. I don't know. Yeah, if I want an instrument that sounds like everything the same. Ooh. My carrots and my you know, I want to bring up my children to <laughs> know that everything sounds like an eight bit <laughs> Commodore sixty four sample. Yeah, brilliant idea. Well, that's why it's the strange one and not the good one, but it kind of... I Where are they based? LA? Where are they no, based? LA? No, so, um, no, there's a lot of non-English on this website. I believe, um, I, I, but I can't distinguish. No, no, no. It's either, I think it's Chinese. I would have to say China if I had to take a guess. It's definitely not Korean characters, but I'm not sure if it's uh, China or... Yeah, no, it's actually Japanese. My bad. It's Japanese. So that's what they're doing in Japan. They're making things out of fruit. Hey, listen, I can't knock the Japanese. Right? Like I, I have all the people in the in the world to come up with something stupid and strange. I kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. If it had come from Austria, Isn't that funny I'd be how like, that, that changes yeah. for you. Like you like well, right Japan. That's, that's kind of in your wheelhouse. That's all you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing you get used. That's where the legacy comes from. Like Switzerland, chocolate clocks. I'm down with that. But if you start making like audible fruit, get out of here, Austria. I'm not interested. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm just not. That's fair. I'm just, I'm just not. That's fair. All right, go ahead. Hit me with something. Uh, this week, my good one that I really liked was, uh, I don't know if we should be mentioning their names. People are working out anyway. Uh, is a thing called the Everything. I know it's a bit of a weird one, but it's really an innovative design, which I really liked because it was practical. I'm very much about practical, right? Mm. So everything, table, simple, multifunctional table. So first of all, really, really lightweight design, very uh, crafted, engineered for a certain kind of clientele, i.e. hipsters with money, and really well designed and thought about in terms of multifunctional for people like transitioning from maybe being a student to like coupling up to you know maybe uh having parties or family or whatever around and it's like it's just like a table but it's a really nicely styled table where the middle section you can just have it like an ornamental table or you could fill the damn thing with ice and put all your beer in it you can fill it with like the popcorn like what i like about it is it's got six or seven different uses mm. and i think i really like that about steam hunt is that I would never normally look at a table like that. I'd probably look at it, look at the label. Oh, God, that's too expensive. But because it, it was put in uh, a website with loads of other products, I went through the products and, you know, the photos really stood out to me. And, and that makes a big difference for me, like a, a website that is somebody's labored over and they've been like, I need a table to do this and there's no table that exists. Mm. That, to me, is true innovative design in terms of wanting it to be stylish i want it to not get in the way but i also want it to do more than one thing just sitting there like an occasional table yeah this thing can be be like multiple things um and and it's and it's that feels like future to me i can't ever imagine in the 40s or 50s that it would be cool to have a table ornamental table that you could take the top off and fill it full of ice and have your beer in it <laughs> right so that feels like the future to me right you know, the fact that somebody's think, thinking about the fact that, hey, you know, you might want to just like mm. let it rip and take all the stuff off the top of it and fill it with popcorn or whatever. Like, I know that sounds like not the most amazing thing in the universe, but if you're small, I think if you're short on space, something like that makes a big difference in your quality of life. 
You know what I mean? Short on space, but also I think the products that you buy change your thinking about other products. Mm. So, you know, like you show a kid, I saw it in a TED talk, I can't remember which one it was, but like you show a kid a watch uh, today, they'll look at it and go, all right, what else does it do? Like if you if you have like a Casio right. watch from the 70s or 80s, it's a single function device, right. right? And yet they're like, well, I can talk to mine. I can like have music can I play and Fortnite on it or not so like i think i think technology that is multifunctional really really appeals to me because it sets a precedent mm. if you're using those things in and out every day it's like oh i wish that you know like we went from just settees to you know lazy boys you know I, it, mm. it just inspires you to look at products in a different light instead of just like single function uh, or just accumulating three things to do one thing I think that's why QVC did so well with their shopping channel. But yeah, that's my good of the week. Awesome. Okay. Well, my good of the week is this. Um, th- it's called. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. If I'm honest, I think it's called LD Fire. Yeah, LD or Elid. Um, it is. It's basically this. Um, it's a ball, maybe about the size of like a grapefruit, and it has a coating that reacts to fire. So you can actually chuck this thing into a fire. And after the outside coating of it of it melts away, there's a chemical reaction that goes down and it just kind of like explodes this fire retardant Whoa. powder. So there's there's Whoa. like videos and gifts of people just like chucking it into burning buildings and then it's just like poof and then it's wow it's gone. So it's awesome because, you know, I don't think anything will replace like uh, fire hydrants and fire trucks and things like that. But if you have if if you have one of these on your person with you, they're extremely you know people aren't going to just like carrying around a fire extinguisher. They don't just have that. But in places that um you know are experiencing wars or there are a lot of wildfires that are that are you know popping up literally everywhere, to have one of these. I mean, you could just have one of these like in your car or with you mm-hmm. wherever you go, and chuck it into a space and. Um, it's kind of like this instant, this instant like explosion. You know, it's not like a, a harsh explosion, but it just kind of like poofs this powder everywhere. I love the idea. I love the I love the idea of it. I love the idea that it's a chemical reaction on the outside of it that makes it like trigger the inside and just you know, I've seen something similar with like um, seed grenades that look like grenades, but actually you just yeah. throw them in a field and they just break apart with seeds. Yeah. So like any stuff like that really appeals to me, especially ball shaped as well. You know, like just that feels natural. Right. Like, Oh, you know, cob it in there instead of standing there, like pumping the thing and pressing the end of the thing and like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. A ball is kind of native in it. Exactly. It's kind of like, Oh, I, I know to throw it right. into where the problem is. Right. And then I saw some really clever, like um, hangers for it where you could actually just have it in your office Instead of like if your office isn't outfitted with a sprinkler system or your home doesn't have like an automatic sprinkler system, you'd literally just, you know, have this in the corner and in the event of a fire, this thing would just react mm. and automatically, you know, it's installed in the home as well as being like a mobile solution. So I was like, that's just like a no brainer, super cool. Like, like you said, it's like a grenade that you throw and that could uh, save somebody's life. Mm. So I was into that hunt for Dig sure. It. Yeah. Dig it, dig it, dig it. Yeah. Tell me about your um your bad one. Ooh, <laughs> bigger time. This, one, this one's this one's rough. This one's rough. Like <laughs> there's so many so many factors to this that like let's talk about it. Th- this is one of those uh this is one of those future things where people are like somebody's got super excited and got really pissed and just told their mate and their mate's gone, yeah, whatever, mate, and then they've gone and put it on Indiegogo the next day. Uh-oh. Um, this one's called the sky grid. I don't know if you want to load it yeah, up, but I'm going to, I'm going to rip this apart and tell you why this, oh. this is advertising and marketing over the top of like, so first of all, this sky grid, the first thing, the mistake they do is they show a monitor with windows running on it. Right. Which is a bit of a no, no for me straight away. Cause I'm like, this thing's never going to be realized. Um, then the fact of the matter is that two people have backed this. And they've got put $1,150 on it, and they want three quarters of a million dollars. You got a grand. You got to, to start make this world's fa- <laughs> They've got to make this world's fastest desktop computer, right? So I'm going to tell, I'm going to quickly tell you if you've got a great idea, uh, this is the perfect Indiegogo not to do. Because if you follow this down, the reason why people have not backed this is even though it sounds like it could be great 
and that's a great concept kind of like headspace, right? Skygrid, world's fastest desktop computer. Yeah, I want that. Um, apart from their subtitle is we built the fastest desktop computer that never needs upgrading. It works through a single wire, right? So the first overview, it says Sky Group. SkyGrid is the world's fastest desktop computer, and it doesn't have any computer parts, no processor, no memory, no hard drive, no graphics card. SkyGrid gets faster over time. And then it says at the bottom, all you need is one cable. Uh, not strictly true, is it really? Because you still need some kind of terminal and keyboard and mouse to connect to it. So instantly, most people are like, you've confused me. Right. Like, it sounds great. And it sounds like a computer in the cloud, which IBM have been talking about since the 70s and 80s. But you've kind of just spent your money on a 3D render of a screen and a and a wireless mouse and a wireless keyboard and what looks like no power connection into the computer. So there's a lot of don't knows for me already. So, right? okay. So how does it work? So, like, it's like, uh, we built well, the car well, the and problem. it doesn't have wheels. It's like, what is it, that, lead? That's my so whole point. That's how, that's how my whole point. That's my whole point. All of this, all of this is so confusing that there's there's no there's no rational. Basically, what people are selling here is a terminal to a service that doesn't exist. Don't understand the right? vision about SkyGrid. SkyGrid, SkyGrid will run any software that is or ever will be available on maximum settings. It will never lag or slow down ever. Whoa. Um, SkyGrid features no Wi-Fi. Well, that's weird because I'm used to having Wi-Fi. So how that does that feature. work? Virtually unlimited power uses only 30 watts. No, the screen. See, you've got two sides of an equation here, and they've kind of told me that I only need one wire, whereas I actually need the, this computer system that they're on about. You know, get get a monitor, get a 27-inch SkyGrid, which I presume is a screen, a, ter- a dumb terminal, and I connect to a remote cloud service. So. This is the reason why nobody's giving many money. Uh, but also the second reason is nobody's going to give you three quarters, of, three quarters of a million pounds for an excited... For a computer with no Wi-Fi. <laughs> an excited, you know, like, it's just bizarre to me. It, it is, is the bizarrest thing this, I think I've I'm seen. I'm just scrolling through this, like, Indiegogo. It's uh, wild. So I, it is wild. I just feel I just feel bad for you know like why would you you know wireless and rechargeable beautiful touch design it's a mock up it's a concept it doesn't exist right. you know and what they do is they go the opposite way straight away look at this is the, this is the apple mouse with a design flaw on it that you have to charge it underneath uh okay I kind of dig that but like if you're trying to make enemies at that stage with apple <laughs> who is the biggest and the first trillion dollar company in the world you're doing yourself a disservice because you've you've confused me and then you've tried to intimidate another company and then you've also then shown when it says uh however our servers you choose your operating system it can be linux or windows or windows or linux yeah at the top it says it can run any software anytime forever Ever. so there's a lot so there's a lot of there's, a, there's a just so many errors in this right it just shows you that sometimes when you when you come up with an idea and a concept and a, this big thinking idea um, I kind of get where they were going at. Like it's it's expensive to keep upgrading your hardware and it uses a lot of power and yada, yada, yada. Um, but the big part they're missing is that you still have to be connected to it. Right. Right. You have to be connected to it. So you're going to need an internet account. It's not just that buy this computer and you're going to connect to it. You need a telephone connection. You need a, a decent internet connection to be able to stream effectively your remote computer to this computer. Uh, you know, and this whole idea of no more need to back up, no system crashes or blue screens. So that there's those are all lies. Those right, are all lies. The, like I, the, it sounds like the takeaway here is that, I mean, this something like this seems like it preys so on bad. people who don't understand. Do you know what I'm saying? Like th- you are not the person they're after here. It's like your 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 parents, your grandparents, the people who are like, okay, well, if it's possible. But I but I think that's. But I think that's where we've got to go next. We need to have ethics when it right. comes to crowdfunding as well. Right. You know, because there's no ethics in it. I mean, like, I don't think Indiegogo should allow this, right. personally. Well, yeah. I, I really don't because there's just so many. I think there needs to be a team of people. It, it's almost like, oh, nah, you're not going to make it, so we're not bothered. Right. And also, like, just. But then the damage is all. Right. No, I'm just thinking, like, a way to think about it. If you're not somebody who's, like, a tech-savvy person and you land on this and you, you don't have the knowledge that somebody else might have of seeing these, like, red flags, 
think about it this way. Like if all of these claims were true, if there was a computer that could run every software for the begin from the end of time and it got faster the more you used it or whatever, don't you think that like it'd be everywhere on the news and gadget would be talking about it? Like, don't do you know what I'm saying? Like it's very difficult for me to for me to believe when something is too good to be true in the tech space. Like it usually is because don't you think that like Apple or one of these massive companies would have already been like all over this if this was actually a thing. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's already like companies out there that are doing cloud. Yeah, there's already there's already companies over there that do cloud uh, services like virtualization of games. There's one that I've I've seen recently that I'm like, oh, I should be able to play Fortnite if I connect mm. to it. I, my machine's not good enough, but I can stream the game from a computer running Fortnite, which is top class top level top graphics and i'm just streaming it from my machine like the input lag that's what they've been working on with the software is to make it so the keyboard and mouse has no input lag like that that's the the golden goose if you like that's right. that's the grand thing that people are trying to do is to build the fastest encrypted algorithm that like as if the machine is here and then it really opens doors then because if you've got 5g and it's super super fast and we have no latency anymore and we have broadband or fiber absolutely everywhere and the whole idea of lag is eliminated and it's like a TV set, then it becomes about less having uh, owning stuff. That's what we're moving away right. from, right? We're not owning cars. We're not going to own houses. We're on the move a lot. We're like, we have lap. We've gone from desktop machines where I can only log in on my home machine to get my email because that's where my email is to having email in the cloud and we can get to it. From right. So what, what would you say you for know? somebody who doesn't understand this stuff of like how they could avoid knowing that this knowing that this is like complete bs it's that easy if it sounds too good right. to be true it probably is that's like it's the old it's the old adage mm -hmm. right it's the old adage of everything like and even if it does feel too good to be true feel your way through it as well like ask yourself questions like does that computer exist is it just a render mm -hmm. yet is this just somebody's grand right. idea is it a good idea absolutely it is a good idea but that doesn't mean it exists. Mm, and also, <laughs> also, it, especially like for hunters, if you guys are looking at something and you know you're you're not sure about it, take a look at how much they've raised and how much time they have left. Like if you if these guys want seventy seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars and they've raised a grand with two months left, like you know, there's kind of the the this people have spoken in a sense about how they feel about it you know, already. Also, also, I'll give you a big thing as well on this, is at the very bottom, bottom, it gives you a breakdown of their roadmap, but nowhere it gives you a breakdown of how that money's going to be used. <laughs> right? That's a huge that's a huge red flag because basically somebody has sat there and gone, how much do you think we need to build this then, Fred? Uh, I don't know, three quarters of a million. And that's so what the roadmap done. is like in the shape of a maze. Like even that is just like, you know how they say the most like efficient way from A to B is a straight line. This is like a squiggly nonsense maze thing. Yeah. Oh, triggered. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I don't believe any of that, that Skygrid team actually works for this company. Right. I don't believe any of that. It's a cool name. I, I, a, I mean, if you cross reference start a gaming company, yeah. you'd call it Skygrid. Skygrid sounds great. Skygrid Sky Solutions, yeah. I mean, it sounds LED good, lights. but there's just there's just not enough no, there I for agree. me. Like, do they have the concept built? Is it is it working? Is it your own cloud? Have you invented the cloud from the start, or are you going to be using a lot of these people? They come up with these ideas and they end up like putting it onto Amazon server. I want to throw you, you know, in, like I want to throw you into these guys' office, similarly to what the way I would throw that fire distinguishing bomb into this thing and you just blast in with all of your questions like hold up where does this money come from and where do, who's gonna do your hosting and how what is this mouse made of i tell you what i, <laughs> I tell you what it'd be a great it'd be a great live stream because you'd have all these people in the twitch channel going there gotcha it'd be yeah, literally like, like this it's like getting swatted live analog <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well i think there was a, a all right what was, your, what was your bad that was an educational I think that there's a lot to learn from that one. Yeah. So that was a really good one. We got we got some good out yeah. of the bad. We got some good Mine's out just bad. bad. You ain't going to find anything redeemable here, folks. Mine is called Godefa. Godefa? Listen, I wish I would go defa and go blinda when I saw this because it's that, it's that bad. That joke was- I'm legally I'm blind. blind. Um, this is called the, go this is the full name. The Godefa cell phone camera lens, 12X zoom telephoto universal clip on lens kit for iPhone 7, 6S, 6 plus 5, 4, Samsung, Android, and other phones. 
So right off the bat, right. we're like, okay, we got the SEO. Fine. We understand. You got to get your SEO in there. This is a clip-on. <laughs> it's like a clip-on telephoto lens. We're about to be attacked by lots of geese, by the way. <gasps> a squad's coming. Can you hear this? <laughs> wow. Wow, live wow. on podcast. It's so weird. Holy Hearing that 3,000 miles that away. Sounds like you were getting attacked by a bunch of, like, creaky doors <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a squad they're right getting now. out of here they're like it's winter we out yeah that, that so this basically this thing is just basically this ridiculous lens for your phone it's got this huge clip that looks more like a clamp of like something you'd use for like professional lighting setups and the the size of this thing is like it's basically like just strapping a telescope to the end of your phone. So p- hold your phone in your hand and then just think about ho- just strapping a telescope to the end of it. How practical is that? Are you going to you going to haul that around with you on your like vacation? Are you going to try to jam this thing in your pocket when you like sit down and get a cup of coffee? Like wh- what is this? Why is this? It's gigantic. It's not practical. It's $9 reduced from 11 full price. So at $11. Like what kind of glass is going to be in this thing that's going to help you take amazing pictures? And um it's just something that just aesthetically looks just so it just is nonsense. It's a nonsense product like this creates more problems than it solves for me in my daily life and it makes me angry and it's ugly and I have a lot of problems. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with it. My my big power tip for those kind of things is if you see in the text makes your phone into a DSLR, (laughs) run away. Because there is nothing in the universe that makes something into something else, right? When you look at a camera, uh, it has a big lens on the front of a DSLR. Like, look at your camera. It's a small lens. What you're putting on the end of it is a barrel of a small lens. You're not turning it into a DSLR. It it doesn't do that. Also... You can tell how bad the glass is because around the edges of the glass, when you take a shot, you'll have a thing called fringing. It takes many, 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 many generations and years to build machinery to smooth glass into such a way. I've been actually been to Nokia's HQ and saw how they came up with their own dark paint that doesn't let any light in, which is what they use to paint inside the actual lens, inside the, the casing of mm. the lens. And I've actually even seen a satellite being built with seven panels. But you don't think this has that? You don't think? Not for nine bucks. Not for nine bucks. I got to be honest, for nine bucks, I'm pretty sure nobody's really looking at the glass situation. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody's using a little Stanley knife and getting a little slither of plastic and sticking it in the end there. And it's so just because you put a barrel on it. It's not going to make it a telephoto. So lens. terrible. Um, just hold your phone up. Buy a nice pair of binoculars and hold your phone up next to it. Just do that. At least then you'll have a pair of binoculars. Like, there's no reason. But again, but again, people, but, but again, people do it because they read something. Mm-hmm. They read something and go, "Wow, look at that shot!" And then they don't care about the 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 knowledge of using the device. It, you know, it's why we get so much work on Upwork from people. And this is not to diss people. It's just like they see other people doing it. They buy five thousand pounds worth of kit, and then it's like, oh shit, I don't know how to right, operate any right. of this. So people go, oh, telephoto. I've seen telephoto. I know what telephoto does. Telephoto gives you really good pictures. Oh my god, there's a nine dollar telephoto lens here for the iPhone. I can totally take shots like that telephoto photo I saw on the internet right. the other day. Right. And then they stick it on there and. Not only do you not get any telephoto lens quality pictures, you also lose friends, dates, <laughs> relationships walk away. Like you have a, that on the end of your phone, it's Listen, game over. The for you. tagline of this company is we make memories. And yes, you are gonna have some memories if you buy this thing. Let me and also let me just we say this real quick. Memories. You're gonna strap this nine dollar thing onto your six hundred dollar iPhone. Are you <laughs> mad? Like, please, 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 please be careful when you buy cases any accessory that's supposed to be on your phone if you have an expensive phone like if you scratch the lens on your on the physical actual part of your phone or you know if something breaks or snaps like what what are we doing are we putting like inflatable tires on a mercedes like what you know what i'm saying like you're gonna actually damage your actual actual device so like please 
just please don't. Just if you really want a telephoto camera, sell your iPhone and just buy a DSLR. <laughs> please don't just strap this thing onto it. It's like tri- so triggered. For sure. I mean, where are we in life if we're discounting something that's $11 to $9? I mean, <laughs> I mean, this come on, so fam. This, on. Is, this is the point where I have to walk away and take a, like a mod break because I'm like, I just have a and if you now. And if you come back to me as a comment and say, but it's a design innovation because of the clip, I probably will chase you down to the yeah. end of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and make you set up a Snapchat account where you just solely take photos with this thing <laughs> so that people can can send you comments back about but how good That's what part. happens when mods go to purgatory or mods go to hell. We have to like use all of, the, all of these things that we hate <laughs> till the end of time. Oh, can you imagine? That's what it is. That would be, that the, would be the divine justice. So We might have to stop doing shows then if that's the case. <laughs> All right, we're up to an hour then, so I guess we should close this bad yeah. boy out and get back to real life. Yeah, I have. I actually have some modding and some. I have everything to do. There's. You have a lot to do. Yeah. All right. But thank you for listening, everybody. Right, mute. We appreciate you being here, and hopefully next week we'll have some, some a uh, little guest participation. Yeah! 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 Yay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for spending time with us today. Subscribe with Pocket Casts and get notified right away. And if you use Anchor FM, feel free to call in and leave us a message. We try and reply in our next cast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash product sense. And if you'd like to hang out with us on Discord, there's a link on that page as well. We'll speak to you soon.